0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Aquilino, and I'm your host. And I'm excited to get into this week's episode. We have a bunch of emails that you guys sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. I'm here. I'm ready to go. I have a story to tell you guys. And my mom is here, but she's not going to be on the potty. She, she, She can't really hear that well. So she's getting her hearing aid soon. But I, I have a feeling that if she was on the podcast, it would be a lot of just like, wait, what? And then me repeating what just happened. Uh, we, we started watching a show last night because she slept over last night. She's sleeping over tonight. Um, and we started watching the mayor of Easttown, which, by the way, is so good. Kate Winslet's in it. Oh, my God, it's good. And I've heard people talking about how good this show is, the mayor of Easttown. And I, for some reason, like you hear the mayor of Easttown, you're like, oh, this is like Bridgerton vibes. I don't know. And I feel like Kate Winslet is like a Brit, but it was so good. But there were some parts that were really like scary and dramatic. And my mom was laughing and I'm like, why are you laughing? And she's like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. She's like, I just interpreted this to be funny. So the nuances are kind of getting lost on her. Um. But we had such a fun time. We hung out yesterday. We went and did all these things. We got a facial. We got our nails done. She had never gotten a gel manicure before, and she had never gotten a facial before. So it was like a true moment in time that that happened. She was like, this was so special. Um, So that was really cute. And then today we went to go see she wanted to see a Broadway show. So we went to go see um, it's, it's called. It's like Michael Jackson's musical. What is it called? I think it's just called MJ the Musical. It's not called Michael Jackson the Musical. But it was so good, you guys. If you're looking to um, see a Broadway show, you have to go see it because there's like little kids, because they do like um, his lifetime and all the different phases of his life. And there's like him as a kid. And this little kid is so damn talented. I mean, I always think of kids who can just like sing and dance and remember lines and know their cues. I'm just like, holy shit. Like, that's amazing. So it was really great. And it's all Michael Jackson songs. So it was a fun time. We just got back. We were going to go out to dinner, but but mom said, you know what? Let's order pizza. So we're ordering pizza. And that's exciting. I do have to tell you guys. So on Valentine's day, I went to this party, um, at the Jane hotel with my friends and I met a secret keeper there and his name is Connor and he's my new best friend. And I told my friends, like, we might need to recruit him into the permanent lineup of our friend group because he was so cute. He was so funny. He was so much fun. And he came up to me and he was like, I listened to secret keepers club and I was like, stop it because the fact that we're at the same place at the same time means that we're meant to be best friends and we're we're going to dance. So we were dancing and we were chit-chatting and what else happened with Con- he was just so funny and cute. We loved him. We really loved him. So hi Connor, I know you're listening to this and you're my new best friend whether you like it or not. So that was exciting. You guys know like if one of you comes up to me and is like I listen to your podcast, I'm like literally marry me. <laughs> I'm like literally dance with me and never let me go because at this point we are connected on a spiritual level. I really feel that way. <laughs> so shout out to Connor. We took a picture together and everything. So, you know, it's real, but let's get into some of these, um, questions here. You guys can send in questions again to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. And we're going to get right into them this week, you guys. So This one says, I'll find you a hottie garbage man. Okay. Hey, Carly, Stanley, and Robert, I've been a fan since the Girl Code days, and I just love you so much. Oh, thanks. I love you too. Uh, You make Mondays my favorite day of the week. Anywho, my boyfriend works for the DSNY. Oh, my God. No, that's precious. That's precious cargo right there. That's top tier cream of the crop right there. I'm already jealous. I love you, but I'm jealous. DSNY, by the way, is Department of Sanitation. So I told him about the little problem my bestie had. And he said the only reason that they wouldn't have taken it is because uh, is if it wasn't not in a mattress bag. So no excuses for them betraying like that. LOL. And P.S. They do have showers in the garages and he never comes home smelling bad. Oh, my God. And I told him to hook you up with one of his single garbage man friends. Hell yeah, girl. Put my picture in the garbage man locker room. <laughs> Not me sexualizing the Department of Sanitation, NYC. <laughs> Wait, I'm dying that they all have have like a community shower. It makes sense that they would have a shower. They, they're in it. They're in it, Stanley. I swear to God, if you come near me, babes, it's gonna be it's gonna be on site. Okay, Stanley's hooting and hollering in the background. Hey, so. All right. Well, I love that. And thank you for having my back with that. And I will file a formal complaint with the Department of Sanitation. Although I do have a court date with them. I'm just going to go and prance down the damn aisle and go to court and be like, you guys, you guys are liars and you're slandering my name. Um. Okay. So this next one says so embarrassing FMK included. Okay. And that other one did have an FMK. We're going to do all the FMKs at the end. So this says, hi, bestie and the fur babies. I wanted to write you because I'm literally laying on my couch, watching love is blind. And it made me think of you, but also made me think about something so embarrassing that I had to share with my girlies. Why is turning on your blinker early? (laughs) So embarrassing. Like, Now everyone thinks I'm a mega safe driver loser. I have done that. And when I think an exit is coming up on the freeway and I realize it's not, but I'm committed to my blinker. So I just leave it on like an idiot for miles in my head. People believe (laughs) people behind me are like, calm down, bitch. We get it anyway that's it. Please tell me I'm not alone. I I can totally see why that's being embarrassing. I think something that's more embarrassing because that at least was a conscious effort that you made to to put on your blinker. I I think it's embarrassing when people are driving. Like my mom, almost every time I've been in the car with her, she she accidentally has like her hazards on or like her blinker. And I'm like, Ma, we're not turning. You know, so to accidentally have it on is embarrassing. I remember um, in the very brief time that I drove, like I only drove for a couple months, but in the very brief time that I knew how to drive, I was driving like with my trunk open and somebody honked at me at a light and was like, your trunk is open. I mean, wait, like there's I felt like such an idiot it's a good thing I don't drive anymore. Like I would drive with like my gas cap open. Like I I was not, I'm not the type of person that should have a driver's license. I'm really, really not. And thank God I, I looked at the facts, you know, and I said, I'm done. I I can't be doing this, but yes, I could see why that is embarrassing. Doing anything like to be cautious is pretty embarrassing. (laughs) Um, Okay, this one says a scandal, honey. Uh, Hey, Carly, and the little purr babies. I'm new to the potty, been for a few months, but a longtime fan of yours, and was hoping to catch you in Chicago in June. Oh, well, cool. That's very exciting. I love Chicago. So, a friend of mine have been. A friend of mine and I have been kind of on the fritz. It's probably been almost a year now that the friendship has been off. Backstory, she's married with a toddler. Her husband is an angel and literally bends over backwards for her and is a wonderful father. Well, one day she decided she had a little crush on her carpenter. So she called me and I told her immediately to abort mission. I told her, please don't act impulsively on it and it can ruin her life and her marriage. Well, two hours later, she called me. (gasps) Oh, my God. This is so juicy. She called me. She, she gave him a BJ. She gave him a BJ, you guys. Wow. Um, while her husband, oh, my God, was in the house. What? She continued to laugh about it and tell me how she doesn't even feel bad at all. Long story short, this continued a few times and I asked her to please stop telling me about it. I have extremely strong feelings about cheating. It's a zero tolerance rule for me personally. So my morals, values and beliefs were extremely challenged here. She continued her little adultery fling for a few more weeks and then called it quits. Talking to her therapist about it, who advised her to never tell her husband and stop being friends with me if I can't quote unquote understand. A therapist said those things? <laughs> Shouldn't therapists, like, aren't therapists not allowed to really give you advice? <laughs> like, they're supposed to listen and help you iron things out? Her therapist said, never tell your husband that you cheated. That seems like something someone's friend would say. And to stop being friends with you if you can't understand? Um, I don't know. I need to see some credentials of whoever is telling her this, but I also feel like if she did tell you that it's probably her trying to manipulate you into thinking that you're in the wrong and kind of like gaslighting you like, Oh, my therapist said that you're a shitty friend. So you have to be nice to me. And then she writes from this point forward, our friendship has never been the same. I think I lost respect for her and I have no idea how to restore that. Seeing as she plans to hide this from her husband for the rest of their lives, every once in a while, she brings it up. And she's worried that I hate her and throws in a side of quote, unquote, you're my only friend. I don't know what I would ever do without you. We, if we weren't friends anymore, I would be suicidal. It's also weird, uncomfortable, and toxic. This person to me is not my best friend by any means. And if it were up to me, the friendship would just naturally diminish. But she doesn't really let that happen. Help. What would you do if you were me? I can't wait to hear your little cutie New York accent. Oh, my God. And to speak to my soul about this. Okay. And then another um, <laughs> fuck, Mary kill here. So this is really this is really interesting because it's like, you don't want to be really friends with this girl anymore. It seems she thinks you're her best friend, which by the way, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Saying to someone, you're my best friend. I would die without you. And the person literally doesn't even like the person doesn't like you is so wait. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> um. Wow. Okay. There you go. There you have it. So I would probably just tell her that, like, the whole thing is fishy. To me, I don't know if I would take anything that she says about my friendship and how much it means to her at face value because at the end of the day, she did this to her husband while he was in the house, which is so like that's how, like, that would have ended in murder had he known. That would have ended in actual murder. So I don't know if I would take whatever she says. at. I, I wouldn't take her serious if she's like, oh, my God, you're my best friend. It's like, yeah, well, you also got married in holy matrimony to your man. And then you were blowing little carpenter, carpenter Joe downstairs when he was carpeting your basement. Okay, I don't think that I really care. Not to say that people listen and I know I'm going to get emails like I'm, and I'm, I'm not a bad person. I'm not saying people that cheat are bad people. I think this girl is a bad person, though, because she wasn't even sneaking. She was just like my husband's upstairs making my kid sandwiches. <laughs> I mean, come on, girl, that's a whole nother level. That's not a little whirlwind swept me off my feet kind of romance. Um, She seems a little cuckoo, too, that she pretty much, I think, lied about what the therapist said about you and about the advice that the therapist gave her. So I think she's a little, she's a little off, you know, maybe, maybe all the lights aren't on in the attic, but. I would just, I honestly would just be like, this friendship isn't serving me anymore. And I just need to focus on my life and my family and my friends. That's it. Like, I feel like you come with a lot of drama. And also, it's kind of difficult because you obviously know her husband. So she's putting you in a weird position by involving you in all of this. And you're like, listen, don't talk to me about it anymore. You know, it's, it's putting you in a weird position. But I would just probably end the friendship in total. Um, but if you don't want to end it, if it's like one of these people that, you know, is an acquaintance and you can't really do anything about it. Um, you could always just be like, you know, not around when she calls or tell her straight up. Like, I think you're, I I don't think you're a good person and and you're just a lot. You're a lot. What are you going to do? You're a lot. Okay, you guys. A quick word from our sponsor, Secret Keepers Club. This week is sponsored by Nutrafol. Thirty million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair. If you're among them, know that you're not alone and that there's a solution that you can trust to deliver results. Nutrafol is here to improve hair growth and promote less shedding through all stages of life. You guys know I absolutely love Nutrafol. I want to be one of these girlies that's waking up and taking vitamins and doing the right thing. And I notice a difference in my hair. I can tell you that much. Uh, Nutrafol is a physician formulated to be 100% drug free. It's only natural clinically effective botanicals in there. It works by targeting the five root causes of thinning, which is stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and your metabolism. When you subscribe, you receive monthly deliveries. So you never miss a dose. You know, I love that stuff too. Like I love just knock, knock, knock on my door. And I'm like, Oh, there's, there's my vitamins. It's so nice to not have to remember to go out and buy it again. Um, So you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support the show by going to Nutrafol.com and use promo code SECRET. For new customers, you get $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer available anywhere and only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, get free shipping on every order. So take $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L, Dot com promo code secret stand up for your strands and get neutrophil um this next one says endless scroll with an fmk dear carly and your handsome custodians <laughs> i recently broke up with a guy who i had been dating for about eight months because he slept with another girl with whom he had previously dated The timeline goes like this. Uh, We dated for six months and break it off because he couldn't handle commitment. Then he dates. He meets and dates this girl that we'll call Florence for four months. They break it off because he still had commitment issues. We get back together because I'm clearly reckless at this point. We date for two months. During that time, he's still, quote unquote, friends with Florence. I get a psychic message that they're definitely not just friends. I confront him about it. He spills the beans, confessing he slept with her just the one time and calling it an isolated incident. Side note, anytime somebody uses the word isolated incident to describe something they've done as a serial killer and you need to run away. So anywho, I immediately end things with him upon hearing this. He tried to hit me up a couple times, but I gave him dust. A few weeks have gone by and would you lucky he's back with Florence. This is understandably very gross for me, but what's bothering the most is that I can't stop looking at her gosh darn Instagram stories on my gosh darn fake account. I've tried to figure out how to delete the damn thing. I've tried blocking her, but girly, I have a problem and I can't stop. Do you have any words of encouragement or a mantra that you can share with me to help temper my impulses to see this unfortunate girl's life? To give you context, her stories have included reading books in a cemetery. Oh God, she's one of those. She's one of those reading books in a cemetery and posting it on the internet, girlies, isn't she? So it says, uh. Reading books in cemeteries and shaving her head, he makes an appearance from time to time, but he looks washed up. I love you so much. So grateful you've created this safe space for all of us and all of our intimate quandaries. Love you and the girlies out there. Um, and then she gives <laughs> she gives a good um, a good, a good fuck man, kill. So I totally have been there before where like there's somebody that's dating your ex or dating someone that you had this, like, any type of relationship with, even if it wasn't a serious relationship, but somebody you used to hook up with, someone you liked, whatever, um, you can kind of get into a rhythm of just, like, always checking up on this person. And... Like I had a thing like that years ago. There was this girl who I had, I was dating someone and there was this girl who was like hitting him up and she was so out of line. She was hitting him up in the middle of the night. I didn't like it. You know, she would like call him at like 3 a.m. With like a random problem that she definitely just made up. And he was like, what? She's nice. And it's like, listen, I'm going to say something right now. Men are not that stupid. They might seem that stupid sometimes, but he knew what the fuck was going on. He's like, what? She's a nice girl. (laughs) I don't know why I just made him into Robert De Niro in in a Bronx tale. She's a nice girl. What are you going to do? She just wants to talk to me. (laughs) Oh, then he became. He became Italian. He became, you know, authentic Italian there. I'm not very good at accents and impressions, (laughs) but he knew what the fuck she was doing. He knew what he was doing, and he was trying to make me feel like an asshole. And I'm like, if you think I'm an idiot, you're crazy. All right. So they know when it's happening. And they know what's happening at all times. But I had a problem with this girl constantly hitting him up. And and then I eventually said to him, I said, Listen, here's what's gonna happen. Either you're gonna say something to her or I'm gonna embarrass you. <laughs> and he was like, All right, we're fine. So he he told her to back off a little bit. Cause I was like, I, I was like, if you do it, it's gonna be way better than if I do it. <laughs> um, so anywho, she was like. I would like look at her Instagram or like my friend would look at her Instagram and she was so like she wasn't interested there was nothing about her that was like ne- necessarily compelling to me but it was just like the fact that she was kind of lurking and I wanted to see if they were like if he was if she was posting him or anything like that and um me and my friend were laughing because my friend was going through something similar at the time and we were like, imagine if these people knew that we like, I like know like what her roommate's Instagram name is. <laughs> like, I mean, you just end up getting into a habit of checking in just so weird, but it's not like I, I mean, i definitely, I had met the girl a bunch of times before she was weird when I was around. So something was definitely going on and I just felt like, I don't know, And then, oh my God! Then something really bad happened that I'm not even going to tell you because I ended up like, I, I I went cuckoo. I went cuckoo after that. They had all, all right. I guess I'll just say it. They had all gone to the beach together, and she and he took one of my beach blankets, and she posted a picture on my beach blanket. Can you imagine the way that my blood boiled up to about 586 degrees at that point? And I went and I was talking to my therapist at the time and I was like, I just feel like it's bad that she was laying on my blanket and my, and then my therapist goes girl and just gave me this look like, yeah, that's bad. She's like, you have every right to be mad, but anywho, we get swept up in these things. And now I look back and I'm like, that guy's such a loser. Like I'm literally embarrassed that I even liked him. It was so long ago though, but, um, even still. Even still, you look back and you're like, well, that was not not good times for anyone. Um, so you just kind of have to keep it moving. First of all, they're going to probably break up soon because he seems unstable. You know, your ex and this girl, Florence, or whatever her name is. And I mean, if she's a cemetery reader, I don't know if I would. I, I feel like it's probably bad. She'll probably cast a spell on you or something if you piss her off. So the little amount, the least amount of interaction we can have with you know Florence, the devil worshipper, the better. Maybe she casts a spell on him. You never know. She sounds gothic. People who hang out in cemeteries, I'm like, there's got to be something wrong here. You're just chilling in a cemetery for for no reason. Feel seems weird. Um. But yeah, I mean, we've all had those times. Social media makes it really easy to like, oh, what's this guy going? What's this guy doing? What's this girl doing? Who's this girl? You know, and then next thing you know, you're in a you're, you're on an Instagram story from like a distant relative of someone's. You're like, wait a minute. I, you, it's like those movies when they're waking up from like an acid trip and it's everything's blurry and you're like, oh, where the hell am I? That's what it is when you go in one of those deep Instagram holes. Like I'll cancel fucking plans. I'll cancel a whole vacation if if I get into a good a good Instagram hole. Yeah, I'm looking at the tag pics. I'm going to that. I'm going to her. Who the hell is this? That's me. Okay, and I'll be on a fucking roll. I'm not gonna find your most recent ex girlfriend. I'm gonna find the, your ex girlfriend from like seventh grade if, if if need be. If need be, I will do that. So don't make me do that. <laughs> You guys think I'm insane. I'm only half kidding though. I'm half kidding. I I can't remember the last time I really went down like, uh, Instagram, like rabbit hole. I'm trying to think of who it possibly could have been. Oh, I think it was this YouTuber that I, um, that is always just like in so much drama. She's so messy. She's so messy. She's done every, possible thing wrong that a person can do. And she's always in drama. So I went on like a deep dive of YouTube videos about this girl, like drama channels, videos. And I like discuss it with my friends because that's, that's an exciting thing that's going on in my life, but okay. I also am so excited because we got a new sponsor this week. And I was so excited when I got this package. I was like, oh, my God, this is like my luxury dream. This is the most luxurious thing we've ever gotten a sponsorship with on this show. And, you know, we love to see it. So it is O.C., O.C.A., I always say OC because I I can't pronounce things, but it's Osea, and sometimes it feels like you only have two options in skincare products. One of them is clean and planet safe, and you aren't sure are actually working, or the products that could strip the bark off a tree, they're filled with too many chemicals, and you can't pronounce them. But Osea, you get everything you want in skincare. It's clean vegan products that really work. And this is why I'm so excited to work with Osea, because you guys, when I got this box, I'm like, oh my God, I forgot that I ordered this. I thought I had ordered it. I had this stuff in my cart. They gave me the body butter. They gave me the oil, the body oil, which is so nice and beautiful. And then they gave me a face serum, which is really dewy and gorgeous and amazing. So I've been using this stuff every day and I really, really love it. Um, so it says since 1996, Osea has been creating clean, vegan, and cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and for the planet. Not sure what to buy. You can grab one of their discovery sets and get multiple products at once. Their best sellers discovery set includes four of Osea's best-selling products for just $40. You can try a cleanser, a serum, a moisturizer, and their amazing body oil. That's what I love, the amazing body oil. Um, It's an incredible value that saves you over $20. Find your new skincare favorites at OseaMalibu.com and get a special discount just for Secret Keepers Club listeners. You can get 10% off your first order with promo code secret at OseaMalibu.com. You get free samples with with every order uh, and orders over $50 get free shipping. So you're going to want it all. You can go to OseaMalibu.com and use code secret. That's O-S-E-A. Malibu.com and use the code secret. Let's go to this next one. This one says documentary recommendations. Okay. Hi, Carly. Uh, You mentioned you can solve the case after five minutes of watching a documentary. So I need your input here. I'm not sure if you've seen it, but check out Murder on Middle Beach on HBO. A man makes a documentary about the murder of his mother. Spoiler alert. It's an ongoing case. Uh, Also, if you've ever seen Something's Wrong with Aunt Diane, it's also an HBO doc. Okay, I'm going to start. I'm going to watch these this week. Me and my mom are gonna finish um, the Mayor of Easttown b- tonight, but maybe tomorrow, I'll, I'll freaking I'll freaking go crazy. Uh, I'm I'm adding these to my little notebook. Oh my god, what is this? Is my computer? Oh god, you guys! Someone get me a producer. Someone get me a studio. I'm the worst. Okay, I'm definitely gonna check those out. I've definitely seen uh, I guess promos in some way for something's wrong with aunt Diane. Is that what it's called? Let's see this. Thank you for the recommendations. You guys, I really appreciate those. Cause I, you know, me, I love my TV. Okay. This next one says hi Carly and princess Robin Stan secret keepers club popped up my podcast cherry. Oh, how exciting. Uh, love you since girl code, long time listener, first time writing in. Oh, thank you so much. I'll try and make this a long story short. Wish me luck though. I'm Italian. (laughs) I want to start by saying I'm in the healthiest, happiest relationship I could have ever asked for. To begin, I lost my mom in 2014. Oh, I'm so sorry. And met my ex a few months later. When I was in a very vulnerable spot, he was also at a really low point in his life. So I had to take on the full role of breadwinner very fast. I grew up in middle class. We definitely had our fair share of financial hardships. Not to say I didn't have anything that I needed, but I'm hyper aware of how that feels. It was just hard for me to take care of mine and another full-blown adult. Uh, Let's be honest. I'm now 28 and I can barely take care of myself. The relationship I was in became very toxic. And after three years, I left for my mental health. Everything happened how it was supposed to because I met this sweet angel baby that I get to call my boyfriend now. We met at work, but I know what you're thinking. Don't shit where you eat. Luckily uh, for me, he was an intern. So he left after like six weeks and we didn't really go on a date until after that time period. Well, fast forward to almost three years in a relationship we've moved in, but there's a catch. Okay, this always scares me. I'm struggling very hard with allowing him to do so much for me as he does. A lot of this insecurity lies in our roles in the workplace. He's a pharmacist and I'm a pharmacy technician. Yes, your girl snagged a doctor of the pharmacy. Uh, We did the math because I asked to. He would never point out anything to hurt my feelings, but I make two sevenths of what this man makes a year. I realize we share a home, even if it's rented. And I feel so low relying on him to pay more of the bills and help me um, when we have to buy gifts for occasions or trips to take, he constantly pays for us to go out on dates. If it were up to me, we wouldn't, be able to go out nearly as often because I could never afford to do what we do as often as we do. When I ask my friendly my family and friends about this, they all say it's fine for me to lean on him, but I look at it like we're not married even though that's very much on the table and we've both agreed we don't want children, so he's just my boyfriend right now. He's not my husband or a father or the father of my children. So, am I crazy for feeling bad? about leaning on him financially at this stage of our relationship. I need an outsider's opinion because I'm feeling like I want to. I can't listen to what my close family and friends tell me. Anywho, I hope you come to Philly soon. I miss the live podcast pre panny and I will not let that happen twice. Kiss your right on the lips. Oh, love you. Love you. Love you. And then there is a fuck, Mary kill. Okay. So I understand why you feel like. It's uneven. Um, but I do think it's fair. You know, he makes more money than you. and I'm sh- it seems, just by the way that you've explained everything. It seems like he enjoys doing nice things for you and he enjoys taking you out. I would just let it happen the way it's happening. You know, you can't beat yourself up over not having as much money as him. That's very rarely in a relationship do both people make the same amount. Um, There's usually somebody who's the breadwinner. And in this case, it's him. But in your last relationship, it was you. You know, I would rather it be someone else, honestly, (laughs) because I already take care of two cats. Okay, and it's a freaking full time job. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I don't I've been on both sides of it, too. And um, it's okay. You know, that's part of being in a relationship. You kind of can take care of each other. If it bothers you that much, I guess you could just say to him, like, I don't want to go out to dinner as much or I don't want to, you know, go on trips, it, it, you know, unless I can afford to pay half of whatever it is. Or if it were me, every few times or every couple of times he takes you out, you take him out, you know, try and make it even and, and pull your own weight in that way. Um, every once in a while, do something nice, fill the fridge, get the, you know, extra toilet paper, paper towels, just like thoughtful things that kind of make someone's life easier. I always feel like that stuff. I always appreciate more than anything. Um, you know, anything else anyway, like any night out or anything material, any material thing. Uh, I I'd rather someone just literally bring me like, Oh, I noticed you would, you ran out of paper towel, or I noticed you ran out of toilet paper, or you were getting low on orange juice, you know, that stuff means so much to me. And it doesn't really cost you that much, but it gives you, it gets you a lot of points. So that's what you could do. Just do nice little sweet, thoughtful things and always say, I, I'm very appreciative of the things that you do for me. Please let me know if I can do anything, you know, I'm here for you in whatever way. And he's going to be like, well, you're such a little cutie. He's going to love that for you. I don't know. I just like sweet. I just like nice gestures. That stuff is, it matters, you know? Okay. Oh, oh my God. And then there's a love is blind. Fuck Mary Kill that somebody sent in. I'm gonna do the fuck Mary Kill, but I'm not gonna discuss Love is Blind until after I see the final episode. I did uh, if you go on my Instagram stories, I have them saved on my highlights. Like my Instagram highlights, Love is Blind too, has its own highlight reel. So you can look at that. And I also on TikTok did a predictions of which couples are gonna make it, which since have changed since I saw the rest of this season, but they still didn't uh, listen, Netflix. If I wanted to wait every fucking week to watch an episode of a show, I would just watch regular TV. And that is where I draw the line. I will be writing a letter. I'm going to say, hey, WTF? Question mark. Question mark. Tell me the fucking tell me who gets married at the end of Love is Blind because enough is enough already. Why are we acting like this show is The Sopranos? Okay, it's Garbaggio." And we love to see it. And I'm addicted to it. I I would get an IV of of reality dating shows. I just need that to really thrive. But I'll do the whole spiel um, after I watch the next episode, which comes out on the 28th. So we'll do that. This year's cast is garbage, though sorry, whoever casted the show sucks and whoever edited the show sucks because there's so many holes in the plots. I'm like, when did that happen? These couples will be fighting over something. I'm like, did we see that? Did I miss that? It's a nightmare. Um. Okay. Let's do, I think we have a couple more. Why do we keep losing? Okay. We have an embarrassing thing. We have an embarrassing thing here. It says important, super embarrassing. <laughs> Hi, Carly and your handsome little fellas. I was driving yesterday and realized something very embarrassing when it shouldn't be. Being in the backseat of a car. I was just driving behind someone minding my own business and then saw an adult sitting in the back seat of, my, of their car. And I was like, wow, that's so embarrassing. Just thought I'd share and add it to the list. Oh my God, that's so funny. I never thought of that. And I'm literally always in the backseat of a car because I don't know how to drive. So the, I'm, I'm taking Ubers and I'm in the backseat. Uh, the next one, you guys, you guys sent in a lot of embarrassing things this week. This one says servers who sing at and dance at restaurants, example, Texas Roadhouse. I want to crawl in a hole every time. That is embarrassing. And I do also have this theory of like, at what point have waiters and waitresses had enough? Like they're busting their ass and They're exhausted when they're done with work to begin with. These people work nonstop. They like hit the ground running when they get to work every day. You're also going to make them fucking sing and dance. You're going to make these people audition at Broadway style to work at the Texas Roadhouse to work at an Applebee's. At what point is enough enough to put on the service industries back? And that's what I'll say. And that's what I will say. All right, let's do a couple of these. Fuck, Mary kills. We have Department of Sanitation, New York Police Department, or uh, FDNY. I'm marrying Department of Sanitation. I'm fucking FDNY. I'm killing NYPD. Up next, we have Thrift Stores, Garbage Men, and Diet Coke. We're marrying Garbage Men. We're... Fuck. We're fucking Diet Coke because I can never kill Diet Coke. And we have to kill Thrift Stores. Um, This next one is... Okay, The the men from Love is Blind. Shane, Shake, and Nick. I'm going to kill Shake every single time. I'm going to actually weirdly marry Shane, and I guess I'm going to fuck Nick, but I know I'm not going to like it. For the girls, it's Natalie, Shana, and Danielle. I'm killing... I'm killing Shana because I, I think Danielle needs she has a lot of work that she needs to do, but she's not a bad person. She just has a lot of demons. So I'm killing Shayna because Shayna is the the Christian home wrecker. It's she's everyone's favorite Christian wrecker. Then I'm I guess I'm fucking Shayna and I'm uh, marrying Natalie. But I wish Shayna wasn't in the picture honest. I'm sorry, I'm fucking Danielle and I'm marrying Natalie. I'm killing Shana. And that's that, you guys. thanks so much for tuning in. So happy to to chit chat with the girlies. And I will see you next week. Everybody stay safe. It be good. And if you have questions, you can send them into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. Bye.